So I think we've traded off. You are just coming out of the haze, and I think I am just going into the sickness haze. The purple haze. Oh, I, <laughs> I could I could go for that. Yeah, I actually <laughs> kind of sound normal-ish we'll now. Going so. to the Luden's haze. <laughs> it's good to be back in the world of the living. Yeah, yeah, it's good have that you, you... Have you ever coughed so bad that you think you gave yourself a hernia? Uh, not that bad. I've coughed so hard, I give myself a headache. Definitely. Oh, I've done that too. But I coughed so hard that I felt you felt a possible tear in in my gonads. Let's just say. (laughs) Well, my back is out from coughing too. But I seriously thought I just ripped the inside of my my crotch area from coughing. (laughs) Did you have anyone check that out for you? No, it just happened today. Give yourself a cell. I had a bit of a. I haven't been coughing as much today, but I did have a bit of a coughing fit today, and I was like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, no. Uh, fortunately, you're coming back into favor. You got your, your shows coming up this weekend. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Was that, was that a bit of a worry, or you, you had a good feeling you were going to uh, come around? I just had a feeling it was going to – I'd get better. I just I just had to. I had to. So I, I think I'll be good to go. Should be for fun. the fans. Yeah, doing it for for my public. Yeah, fans <laughs> of uh, Late to the Party with Travis Tate. That's right. I'm Jake, and I'm Travis Tate. Howdy, Welcome y'all! In, everyone, is this is this forty three? Is that right? This is forty four. Forty four. Episode forty four. Yet to be named. Almost as though I could have looked it up and figured it out beforehand. Ah, we like to play fast. And yeah, this. fast and furious. So, what you been up to, my man? Uh, mostly just getting better and then getting back to work and trying to get back into the swing of things. I was off for, I, I think I took seven days off work altogether oh, straight. That sounds delightful. It wasn't. It really wasn't. It was, I mean, if you're sick and miserable and you can't do anything, you can't leave the couch. It's, I mean, it's fine. I watched all four Batman movies. The first, <laughs> like the first four. <laughs> was it like the progression of getting sick? Yeah, pretty much. It was like. I mean, it definitely got worse and worse because, of course, the the original Keaton one, really good. Is is the original the the standout, or is oh, there yeah. any, is there any oh, sort yeah. of race between it and Returns? Returns is silly because I mean, Cobblepot, you know, the Penguin is pretty menacing in it. He really is, but uh, Max Shrek, played by uh, our good buddy, what's his name? Uh, you know, everybody does Christopher Walken. Yeah. Just weird. It's just, <laughs> it's so out of place. It's really out of place now. Like, I don't think I noticed it as much because I didn't really know who Christopher Walken was well, uh, back then. But now, knowing who he is, it's so weird to have him in a Batman movie. Who is it that, uh, so it's Jack Nicholson's the Joker in the first. And who is the the boss above him? I'm forgetting who played him now. Jack Palance. It's Jack Pal. Jack You're the, my number one. You're my guy. number one guy. And he, he does well. He's only in like he's two also, scenes, but yeah. oh, is that all? Yeah, he's not. I in haven't very watched much those for all. so long. Like you, know, you have those touch shows, the, the you want to get nuts scene, which is, is weird. I know we've referenced it before, but I watching it back, I was like, that's really out of character for, for Bruce serves, Wayne right there. There's a couple of little things in that movie. The scene where he's sleeping upside down like a bat is really. Uh, out of place. See, I remembered it differently than it actually is in the movie. I remembered it being like very dark and ominous, but he was just hanging on like it's on one of those like teeter hang up thingies that you can buy at the store now. That was just like he it's just like uh he's just hanging there. But he he isn't he doing the arms like he's a bat? 
they might be crossed. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I think his arms are crossed. But I guess it would be weird if his arms were just hanging there. That would be disturbing. Well, the whole thing is kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, the implication is I have I am not the Batman. I am the Bat. And I, <laughs> I, I have a hard time sleeping if I'm not sleeping like a bat. I think it was just decompressing his spine. That that was the impression I got. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's good for your back, you know. If I if I ever run into Michael Keaton, I'll ask him about it. <laughs> you know, I uh, there is a thing going around the internet that I saw this week about uh, teaming Michael Keaton and Tim Burton back up for a third movie in their trilogy. And it was probably just like a fan thing. But I think we talked about it like last year that yeah. it would be cool to do a Batman Beyond movie. I they, think that they pops were think- up every once in a while. They were thinking either Batman Beyond or like uh, the Dark Knight Returns or something like that. Like that would be too dark. Though. I have never seen uh, Birdman, but I always get the impression that Birdman was <laughs> Michael Keaton going through all the effort in the world to say, "I never want to do this ever again." But it would be cool because he wouldn't have to put on the oh, Batman yeah. suit. If, no, it would be if it was Batman Beyond just to pass the torch. That would be really awesome. No, it would be really it would it would be very cool. To get Tim Burton involved, Tim Burton has been in Stinkerville for a long time. I, yeah, I'm not saying it should be Tim Burton, but I definitely think if I ran Hollywood, that would be one of the top of my list movies to make. It would be a decent He-Man movie <laughs> <laughs> and a good Thundercats movie and then probably a Batman Beyond movie starring Michael Keaton. If it's not Michael Keaton, I don't care. Uh, I would use all my power to make another Dread movie. <laughs> Dread was really good. I'm surprised there wasn't another Dread movie. I, heard, I only heard good things about the yeah. new one. I still haven't seen it. Stuff but. like that. Stuff like that can be really strange in that if it's not mega successful, they let it be. What's up with that? Hollywood? Yeah, Hollywood. Get, What's get up with that? You know what Hollywood is making? What they making, yo? A Sesame Street live action movie. Uh, I mean, they have I saw that made last those. night. Now, when you say live action, so like just... In the in the realm of uh, they've made, I mean yeah they've, they've made, made live action movies. Do before. you remember Follow That Bird? Like that was the tail really end of our vaguely, childhood. Really vaguely, I always think of Elmo and Grouchland. Or the yeah, Elmo movies. and Grouchland was had Mandy Patinkin in it. Oh, Patinks! You know, I love Patinks. I remember that movie because we got into an accident after the movie. We were leaving <laughs> the theater, and uh, we got t-boned. My wife was pregnant at the time, so we had we had our toddler, and then she was pregnant, and then everybody was okay. It was it was not a huge thing. But. The movie pregnancy touchstone was uh, Cindy was pregnant with Gabe when we went and saw Hellboy, and <laughs> had a very difficult time making all the way through the movie. Was Hellboy that long ago? Hellboy was that long ago? Oh my gosh! It seems like it was maybe like perhaps eight a, or nine years ago. Is I guess that'd be fourteen years ago. Oh my coming gosh. up on fifteen. Wow. Long enough that they could reboot the series, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a fair amount. <laughs> there have been there have been shorter reboots. Time and space are a mystery, Travis. <laughs> but no, they I, sure are. Uh, live action. I I don't I don't know if I would care to go see a live action Sesame. Street. I wouldn't either, but I, I always I'm glad Sesame Street's still doing well. You know, because it was a part of my childhood. Yeah, and it's a good oh, thing yeah. for little kids. So, and every every time I see every once in a while someone post a skit that they've seen on a recent Sesame mm-hmm. Street, you know, they've done like Game of Thrones parodies, uh, <laughs> stuff like that. It's always it's always pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> that is funny. Hey, what do you know about Shang Chi? 
the is it the Marvel character? Yeah. I don't know a ton about Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is a character that would show up every once in a while like in a you know in an event Shang-Chi would show up and is the best I can tell. He just dude what knows karate. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen him have his own series in the time that I've perused comics. I've oh really? He doesn't even have his own book? I don't know. I, I'm sure because he he's has. getting his own movie. I'm sure he has. They announced that today that he's getting he's he'll be the first Asian lead in a Marvel movie. And they say this is going to be folded in the MCU stuff. I guess what if Marvel's putting it out. I would assume that, but I don't know much about the character at I all. Don't, so. I don't either. I know uh, that's kind of kind of weird. Like a, a a kung fu MCU movie could be could be cool. Is it a kung fu movie, or does he have superpowers, or? I is he have, a spy? I, I, as I've seen him, he just seems like a martial artist, like a crime all right, martial well, artist. I, I love wrong. kung fu movies, to, so I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll take a look. I'm, I'm interested in the concept. It'll just give another reason you know, one, for for people to freak out. And one of my one of my favorite <laughs> of the MC movies is Winter Soldier, and that one is a much yeah more toned down, almost ground level kind of. I mean, it's, there's still a lot of superhero-y It's one of my dude with a robot too. arm versus a guy that's got super steroids kind of <laughs> movie, but you know, there's not a not a whole lot of laser beams and things like that in it. So you know, it's definitely a fun one. Well, I mean, people will freak out about it, so whatever. Kind of like Captain Marvel. Give it a looky loo. Oh, you, I you saw, saw Captain. I saw Marvel. Captain Marvel. I I dug it. I dug you it. Dug it. It's a very enjoyable movie. I. I don't think it is when when we saw a lot of a lot of advertising saying like oh this changes the game this is different than anything I I like the movie I don't think it's particularly different from most year run of the mill Marvel movies the 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 main legitimate criticisms that I've heard of it is that it's too different from the other Marvel movies you think so yeah the the storytelling I guess it's like a couple of indie filmmakers that directed it. And their storytelling uh, style is way different than the rest of So I guess a lot of people uh, didn't dig that. I mean, I would say the, the stuff that happens outside, there are some good, there are actually some quiet moments in it that are actually really, are some of the better parts of it. So, huh. I mean, if you want to call that different from Marvel movies, that's, I guess yeah. it's different that way. But I, th- I think those were good parts of it. A lot of people are saying it's good, not great. I haven't seen it yet. But you know what other Marvel movies are good, not great? Black Panther, Thor, Iron Man 2 and 3, (laughs) uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man and Wasp. They're all good. I mean, there's more. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. They're good, not great. You'll probably take umbrage at this. I saw someone tweet something the effect of the Marvel movies have become the Patriots. Like, they'll always be good, but they'll (laughs) be annoying. But I think, or no, it was... They'll always be good, but kind of in a boring way. And I don't, I don't think I necessarily agree huh. with that. But I, I don't know what to say about these these movies. I go, I got exactly what I wanted. I went, um, you know, Sam Jackson's great in it. Uh, great is it Greg Clark? The is he uh, Clark Coulson. Greg? Clark Greg, excuse me. Coulson's uh, in it. He's in it. He's not in it a ton, but he's in it some, and he's. He's a charming guy. Uh, ben Mendelsohn's character is really good. I really liked him. Hmm. Brie Larson, I think, does a decent job. I, I wish I could say better. Some of it, she felt a little. It just, I don't know. It felt a little out of place. But, you know, I wouldn't say she's bad. 
I don't know. I haven't seen it. So I guess you got to compare what else. It's so hard to say because it's that the advertising builds it up as like, oh, you've never seen anything like this. This is, yeah, that's kind of like, this is a Marvel movie. And I'm, that's no way in advertising. It really is. I mean, does it, is it better than Wonder Woman? I personally, I liked it better than Wonder Woman. I was, I was kind of, I was just okay on Wonder Woman because that's one of my favorite all time superhero movies. So, you know, they're, Movie has a lot of fun in it. Has a lot of really good actors in it that are playing their parts well. I I like it. It's a it's a go see for me. I think one thing that it has going for it is not everybody is super up on Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. So they're gonna go and see Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, and that's their Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's not like you know that that could also be a part of. That could be a part of where I, you know, I, I diverge on how I feel about it. Is I'm I'm a little more familiar with that stuff, so right, things that happened didn't necessarily like wow, look at that thing. Yeah, oh. like I saw the Harry Potter movies before I read the books. So when I read the books, I was seeing the actors that were played them in the movies as I'm reading the book. Where somebody who read the book years before the movies came out had their own imagination of what it should be. And if it didn't act, you know, if it wasn't the same in their in their head as it was on screen, they're like, ah, I reject that. You know, even if it's subconscious, you're like, oh, that doesn't seem right. So where a lot of people don't know about Captain Marvel, hopefully they're going into it fresh and just this is their introduction to it. You know, you know and, it, and a lot of like disregard, disregard silly negativity, any negativity I'm throwing like I I like the movie. If I were to if I were to uh, throw some ranks in, yep, for ranks today. What rank and file? If I were to rank it, I'd with put Jake it, Dial, I'd put it maybe a tick below Black Panther, which I really like Black Panther. I liked Black Panther, but not as much as everybody else did, apparently. Yeah, because people act like Black Black Panther was like the greatest movie ever made. You know what I mean? Like it was. There's never been anything like it. It was pretty. It, it was Academy Award nominated. I know. <laughs> and it was a good movie, and I liked it a lot. There was nothing groundbreaking in that movie besides besides the the basis of what it was about. But if you looked at the story and just how it unfolded, it was pretty paint by numbers Marvel kind of introduction to a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not wrong. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because I liked it, but it wasn't groundbreaking. Yeah, well. End of the day, go see Captain Marvel. I think I, I had a great time seeing it. I would say it's unhealthy if every movie you see needs to be the greatest movie you've ever seen. You're going to be disappointed a lot. Yeah. And everybody keeps acting like, you know, th- this Star Wars movie has to be the greatest Star Wars movie of, of all. Well, guess what? Maybe it's not going to be Empire Strikes Back, but maybe it'll be at least Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, that is the lowest part clear, so... <laughs> I would hope so. Um, I will say when we saw it, really good energy in the theater. That's uh, good. You know, young ladies cheering at some pretty great times. It, it it really made it part. It was part of the fun. So I hear there's a Kevin Smith rever- reference in it. I saw him crying about it. Like literally, <laughs> literally like tears of joy. Not like, I'm a fanboy. No, he was like touched. Uh, I'd love to tell you. It's a... Uh, it gives something away? Okay. I mean, it's... But I... I don't. I don't want to spoil that. It goes by. All I know is he was super happy about it. He was shocked. I guess he he didn't know. Really, that's funny that he didn't know about it. 
I guess unless he's just putting on a show, but he was like crying on the internet about it, like literally tears. Like I can tell you when the mic's how off. much it, it meant. It's to either him. <laughs> it's either a tiny thing or it's a fun thing. There, um, the cat is mm-hmm. a really fun part of the movie. I know everybody keeps talking about the cat, and the thing that makes the cat fun, I knew about leading up to it, and it mm-hmm. it bummed me out a little bit because it is pretty fun. Yeah, well, vague chats about Captain Marvel. Yeah. Speaking of Kevin Smith, I heard that he's going to write the Howard the Duck TV series. Boy, that could go for Hulu. really good or really bad. It's probably not going to be family friendly. <laughs> Kevin Smith has something of a track record of being iffy on writing things that aren't Esk Universe movies. I disagree. He's written and directed quite a few episodes of Flash and Supergirl, and they're the best episodes. Oh. He knows what he's doing. Okay. So I fully... Have faith that Kevin Smith is going to do a good job with Howard the Duck. Well, I'm, as good of a job as you can do with Howard the Duck. <laughs> the, the long... Yeah, the, the, uh, Howard the Duck, as far as like uh, visual media goes, doesn't have the greatest track record. You mean the George Lucas Howard the Duck? Yeah. That I barely remember? Oh. I know Leah Thompson's in it. Leah Thompson. That might get me to watch it, because I, I love me some Leah Thompson. I can't remember if they have sex in the movie or not. They at least make out a little it bit. It seems like they might, yeah... I don't Katie, know. There's a lot of weird sex happening. We've heard about movies. ducks. Everybody's heard about ducks. I'm, I'm trying not to think about <laughs> it. I'm trying not to think about it's it. It's not pleasant. Don't Google it. No, don't. Don't, don't do it. it. Do not do it. If we can take a moment. Yeah, let's take Going a moment. Going back to what we said about maybe maybe my knowledge of the of the Ms. Marvel, or excuse me, Captain Marvel. Ms. Marvel Ms. Marvel is a different thing. I mean, the comics... Originally, she was Ms. She was Marvel. Ms. Marvel. But the one that they have now, the Kamala Khan one, I hope th- I hope they get to that. Could and be. And I think with the, the Brie Larson character, uh, what she is and what she could be after, you know, Endgame could lead very well into the, you know, the initial idea of what Kamala Khan was meant to be. Now, you finished reading that Umbrella Academy... Yeah. ...first volume, and... How do you think you would have felt going into the series if you already had because re- I was fortunate enough as you know an epileptic, I had completely forgotten everything about that. <laughs> so when I when I watched the series, it was pretty fresh to me. I had a little bit of base knowledge and then I read through it and I was like, oh, this is not how it went at all. I think I don't know, it's hard to say, but I think I would have been okay with it because they touched on quite a few things that are in that that first collection. And they did a good job of it, but they expanded on a lot of it too. Yeah, it's, it definitely feels like the second collect. The, the first two collections are the first season, and there's so little interaction. I, in, in I haven't the been collection. able to get my hands on that second collection. Yeah, apparently it's sold out on Amazon. If anybody has it, let me know because yeah. I, I kind of want to read it before Fan X. I was really surprised. It felt w- after I'd watched the series, and then I read, I'm like, oh, this is kind of sparse compared to the story that they told on the show. I think the only thing I would have felt like I wanted to see in there, and I'm hoping it comes in season two, is the Eiffel Tower stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> that could be really... That was a cool way to start out the, the there's comics. A, there's a zaniness to some of the villains and stuff in the in that volume in the comic that mm-hmm. I think that the... Well, actually, they do make a reference to the Eiffel Tower in... Uh, Did they? they? They just briefly... I, I It might have been when Rumor and, and Space Boy are chat and they're like back for like oh remember the eiffel tower kind of a thing i also got the feeling that uh diego and vanya in the comics kind of had a thing i don't know kind of similar to rumor and 
that space stuff, boy. That stuff is so much more spark. But, but even, you know, I don't think it's too much. I know they're not really just, related, but I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that uh, you know Diego and and the mother robot. There's a you know just there's a connection between them that that they barely touch on her at all in the yeah she's barely in, in it and he's very mean to her like he doesn't want her around at all in the comics yeah but in the in the show there's definitely a connection going clear back to childhood where she showed him kindness when he was stuttering and having hard times with yeah with the other kids and stuff so and then uh i forget the what's the what's the chimp's name uh pogo pogo also in the in that volume uh hargreaves has made like there are there are chimp people all over helping with things and pogo whereas in the show it seems like pogo pogo is a singular entity i didn't notice any of them besides pogo in the whole after um after number five tears up the donut shop in the comics when they're going over like the forensics team has a mm-hmm. bunch of chimps working with them oh okay so they were just kind of out in society and doing things yeah oh, okay and there was a you may have noticed there was a panel that maybe explained what a deeper part of pogo's story that the show doesn't go into yeah with the monocle yeah yeah yeah, they definitely need to touch on what the monocle could do as well because I don't know. Like I said, some of the I think that especially when you talk about the the Eiffel Tower, like hey, spoilers for people, you know, maybe he wait. They fight the Eiffel Tower in the comics. <laughs> I don't think that spoils it for what it ends up being, but it's the very first page of the comic book. So there's some kind of zaniness in the comics that I think that the the TV shows, you know. The way Vanya's story progresses versus in the TV show versus the comics is definitely, I think, a step toward we didn't want to quite do the more zany thing. In the comics, they basically, with Vanya's story, is they all get together to fight these robots, and then Vanya shows up as they're already fighting. The only one she actually sees is Diego, and he says, get out of here. We don't want you here. Yeah, she took and that they, surprisingly personal. And then she get, gets really mad and becomes evil. <laughs> that that's her sole story. Well, she'd in, been a, she'd comics. been approached by a supervillain, right? She told him no, and then when Diego gave her the brush off, she was like, "I guess I will." Right. Where in, in the in the book or in the TV show, she really kind of just progresses and loses control, and that and that's what takes her to the dark place. Yeah. But uh. The, the way it ends specifically is very, very much feels in a way of we are definitely working toward making a few more seasons of this as opposed to the heart. It seems like there's only three volumes of it. I haven't kept up on if it was a long running thing. I've only seen three. I, I was looking to, to buy it. And like I said, you can't buy two I, right now. Everybody's I, bought it. I want to say I remember out. there was a prequel either issue or volume or something like that that deals more with Hargreaves. But I... I could be wrong about that. I'm sure it, maybe they just haven't written it yet. Regardless, it's a I I don't get divergences that are usually that that go that well. Yeah, I, I I I'm super even even after reading it, I'm super happy with how how the show went. So yeah, looking forward to season two. The only thing I wish I could see, but I get why they do it, is. Uh, giant robot monkey Astro Boy, or not Astro Boy, Space Boy, with the severed head on a monkey robot body. But I get, I get why that would be very hard to do for an ongoing yeah, series. That would take a lot of CG. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they definitely did it right. So, I don't know if you guys heard this. The Alex Trebek is going back to Jeopardy. He's gonna go back to work. Good for him. <clears throat> I. 
Sure. If sure, that, I guess. Obviously, that's what he wants to do, so more power to you. Uh, you know, stage four cancer ain't no joke, so it's it's got to be kind of touch and go. I don't think he said if they've given him any they've given him any prognosis on time or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that so, he's going back to work. So I saw a lot of Dude's tweets about what like, "Hey, if anyone can beat it, you can beat Alex Trebek." Like stage four pancreatic cancer on a you know late seventy year old. That's yeah, that's that's pretty tough. That's a pretty stacked deck. Yeah, but, but good on him. Yeah, good on him. I, I hope, think it's awesome. I hope it all goes very well. I wish Alex Trebek nothing but the best. I don't know anybody that's ever said anything bad about Alex Trebek, so I think we're all pulling for him. Uh, did you see the Aladdin, the newest Aladdin trailer? It seems like there's the been trailer. like eight Aladdin trailers, right? Um, Disney is Disney is weighing heavily upon me with all their live-action <laughs> remakes, and I'm not as... You know, if they'd done Aladdin first, I probably would have been much more excited. My son Brady is pretty down on the whole... I don't know. There was a trailer for remakes. there was a trailer for Lion King at the front of Captain Marvel, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll go watch this." Yeah, Lion King looks good. Dumbo <laughs> looks good. I don't, I'm not. Dumbo brings back Dumbo. Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito. Danny reunited. De- Danny DeVito never left. But I guess reunited. If you're like, yeah. There's a there's a meme about uh, could say it returns. There's then. a there's a meme about Danny DeVito being in Tim Burton movies and Tim Burton calls him and he's like I'll get my top hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did see that because <laughs> he was uh, yeah. the penguin. He wore a top hat in Dumbo. He's wearing a top hat and he wore a top hat in Big Fish too. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see Big Fish? Yeah, not for a long time, but I, like I, I did fish. see it. Big Fish makes me weepy. Super I can't. Weepy. It was a good movie, but yeah, I liked it. I don't remember it that well. Well, you should try. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> no, I, for some reason, I don't, Dumbo doesn't really interest me a ton. Maybe you're right. There's a lot of actors that I do really like in it. I think it looks pretty good. I mean, it's probably gonna, it's, it's got baby mine in it. That's gonna, that's gonna make me feel the feelings that I don't want to feel, but have, I will. It's gonna have the pink elephant somehow. <laughs> probably, are yeah. They really, are they really gonna have a CGI baby elephant get drunk? I don't know. Maybe somebody will slip him acid instead. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, the Aladdin trailer, I watched it. I think I'm starting to come around on Will Smith. I wasn't like anti Will Smith as the, as the genie. I was very much wait and see what happens, but I think it's going to be fine. I mean, if you go back and watch the old cartoon, Robin Williams makes a lot of dated references in that movie. And that's not his fault. I mean, maybe he riffed them. I don't know. But it, it kind of seems like <laughs> maybe Robin Williams riffed something. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> so it seems like he's kind of going to make some dated references, and he's definitely going to rap friend like me. But I can get past that. He's he's blue part of the time, and he's human looking part of the time because he kind of he's Aladdin's buddy. He's you know he's going to go around with him. When, it would be weird. When the genie was. It would be weird to have a blue the, man. When the genie was heading up the parade, he wasn't blue genie either. He was like the headmaster. Oh yeah, that's right. He he did have a. Human I, face. I assume that's what they were doing. Yeah, that that's basically where it's gonna go. Uh, I guess Alan Tudyk is gonna play Iago. I will be interested to see if that's going to be actual speech or squawky his, squawkies. He, I'm, why they could get anybody to do squawky noises? Did he's, you hear he's about the talk. role that Alan Tudyk played in Moana? No. Was he the chicken? He's the chicken in Moana. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. 
huh, well, maybe, I don't know. That's that, That's probably part of why I'm like, oh, it'd probably just be squawks. I think Iago is one of the highlights. Alan of, Tudyk is the squat guy. <laughs> but people love Iago in the original movie. They've got to they've gotta make him talk. That would be a mistake to not have Iago talk. Yeah, but we'll see. My big problem with this movie is Jafar. He looks like he could be Aladdin's slightly older brother. Oh, yeah? He's just a... He's a Good-looking guy that looks similar to Aladdin, but with a beard. He doesn't look menacing or creepy or evil, and his voice is just kind of regular guy voice. It's not, you know, Jafar from the show. You know, I think that's that's a that's hard a mistake thing to find someone that'll pull that off in a more human. I don't think so. I think there's a hundred actors out there that could have done it. There's got to be. I don't know why they chose just. Poster boy Jafar. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. He's got to be evil and creepy, not just good-looking dude. That's weird. I don't. Huh. That's my big Time problem with this so far. So Will Smith, you're off the hook. <laughs> Everything's okay. Um, let's talk a little Batman. I mentioned about how I watched the Batman. Oh, are you gonna you gonna talk about the newest Batman team up? Yeah. Batman versus Teenage Mutant Why Ninja is it Turtles. Calls versus Ninja Turtles when it's obviously that will be that will be maybe a three minute scene before they go like, oh that's right, right. we're all good guys. I think I don't know. It's like Batman versus Superman. It was I don't know. It, you know they're gonna team up. It's got pretty much all of the Batman villains in it. It's got Shredder. Shredder invades Gotham, and he's trying to take over the city. So that, that's why the Ninja Turtles show up. I think it's gonna be cool. It's. Uh, WB Animation, along with Nickelodeon, who has the I, rights to the Ninja Turtles right now. It looks, it looks like fun. it'll be fun. Yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I watched the trailer without sound, it. and it looked like, okay, that'll be perfectly... You, you know what tells me it's probably going to be a Batman that I'll watch? <laughs> what? He's in the blue and gray suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are the ones... And that goes back to those Cape Crusader uh, ones that they did with Adam West that were really fun. Oh, those were fun. And like did you... And also, uh, I don't. Did you ever watch Batman: Brave and the Bold? That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, that yeah, that was a show fun show. Is so fun. That show made me care about Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. <laughs> Otherwise, they were just kind of forgettable characters. But that show, I've re- read like, them right. a little bit in comics, and they're they're fun, likable characters. But yeah, that uh, Brave and the Bold was uh, put forth a lot of the lesser known characters in a really Red friendly, Tornado was really cool. Fun way. There's, yeah, Buona there's Beast, the Music Meister. Music Meister is an amazing episode of television. <laughs> the Music Meister with Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. They had the Music Meister on Flash, but it wasn't NPH. I was I remember Gabe showed me that because it was Gabe, a fun Gabe episode. And I, Gabe and I watched Batman Brave of the Bold, and I happily watched it. I thought that I I didn't actually get to finish it. Gabe got to finish it. Did mm-hmm. you finish the series? I don't think I finished it. No, yeah, the, but I watched. It finishes a in bunch kind, of It finishes in a weird way. Oh, really? In a weird kind of melancholy way. It wasn't really a there's week like, by week thing. It was very. The, it was like serials. It was. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of an anthology show. It was like yeah, the episode that the Joker takes over, which also they do the they do the the Joker that I like. It's not Mark Hamill, is it? I don't think it's Mark Hamill because they're just doing, kind of based on Mark Hamill. No, because they're they're doing the uh, what's his name, um, the mustache guy that I like. Oh, uh, Caesar Romero. Yeah, they they play it more like the, they play it more like the characters from the Adam West series. Okay, but it's it's a really fun show. And so and same thing, the blue and gray. 
It's so, good to see you back, blue and gray. You know what? If I if I run across it, I'll give it a watch. It seems like a fun time. So when was the last time you watched any of the Batman, the first four? Oh, the first. We, we never four? got we never got past like Batman Returns. I think <laughs> we skipped around the first four. I uh, I think I tr- I started watching. It's it is so hard to predict what Gabe will get into, mm. and I think we made a run at that, and he just wasn't having it. The villains are fun. That's the thing that I noticed in and I, and I, in watching them back. I make it a point, like if. If I start like if you know if I throw on like say Back to the Future and after a half hour Gabe's like I'm not really into this I don't I don't play that part that like no you're going to appreciate this thing from my childhood <laughs> I, think, I try not to be that way. <laughs> what I noticed was and, and I've noticed this in Gotham too in the in the first two Tim Burton movies and in Gotham the villains are cartoony and over the top but the uh, the rest of the characters are based in the real world. But when you got into like the Joel Schumacher ones, was that who it was? Joel Schumacher? I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't him. Anyway, uh, Batman Returns and Batman Forever. No, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> they make Batman and Robin and all those characters goofy as well. Well, I mean, the one that uh, super goes back to is the Bat credit card. Uh, not even the, uh, the Bat credit card is stupid, but. All of a sudden, they have ice skates yeah, on the bottom the of their shoes, and, and the bat butts, and well, the bat they, crotches, and the bat nipples. And. It's like they, yeah, it is Joel Schumacher directed it, but um, they, they, it, it's like they kind of weave back and forth between like we want to be a little Adam Westy, but we're also kind of sticking in this Tim Burton territory. Yeah, it did, it just didn't work, in my opinion. <laughs> Bold statements. Bold statements. I, I was talking to you about that. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer killed it, though. I oh. thought Uma Thurman was actually better as po- Poison Ivy than I remembered. Yeah. Considering what that movie is, Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze are the I, only enjoyable things I go in that back movie. And, I go back and forth of you know, m- much much like his role in The Last Action Hero, with time, it ages like a fine wine. I think, <laughs> you know, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually kind of really great in that movie because he was the person who realized, like, this movie's kind of corny trash and I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to be completely outrageous in everything that I'm doing. There was some weird turns in it. Like, there's a point where he's making his henchmen sing along to... Yeah, I was just thinking uh, of that. ...Heat Miser... Snow Miser song. Yeah. And then he walks into the little frozen area where his wife is and he starts crying. Yeah. I would fix you, I promise. That was such a that was such odd casting. It was weird, but Aaron Schwarzinger does not he doesn't have much dramatic range. I feel like when they wrote it, he added in the two time Olympic athlete, Victor Freeze. Does he? <laughs> yeah. It's been so long. It's Victor Freeze. He was a two time Olympic athlete and scientist. Just remember like <laughs> it gets to that point though. What killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. I'm like, boy, you're not even trying anymore, are you? Some ice. That's not really even a pun. (laughs) Not really, no. (laughs) Just a ridiculous movie. Is it? Is at least a fun bad watch? Mm, Not really. It was. I I was getting bored. Stuff like Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey seem like good casting, but in the long run, does it? Jim Carrey doesn't age well for me. Yeah. Except in Dumb and Dumber. But even going back and watching the Ace Ventura movies, I was like, why did I ever think this was funny? And there, there is some funny stuff in there, but he was terrible as the Riddler. I'm sorry, Jim Carrey, if you're listening, not trying to bag on you, but your Riddler sucked. It was seriously the worst Batman villain 
on screen of all time, I would say. Really? Yeah. Boy, that's a yeah. harsh. It was bad. I would say Batman Forever, and my, my son Brady was agreeing. We think Batman Forever is the worst of the four. You think it has so? The, it has an amazing soundtrack, though. Even Kiss, Kiss from a Rose by Seal, uh, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by U2. There's some good songs on there. But yeah, the movie Jim, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, no Frank Gorshin. Jim Carrey was horrible. Tommy Lee Jones was pretty. It was probably his worst outing of his career. Chris oh, O'Donnell as a thirty-year-old um, Robin just doesn't think work. Of what movie was was it The Expendables? Val Kilmer wasn't very good. He's a villain in some movie. He's a villain in some movie, or like I think he was a villain. a villain in Batman and Robin and Batman. No, Returns. I was thinking of his worst roles. There's some, there's some movie that came out in the last five years. I wish I could remember. He's like hanging out in a submarine, and he. I'm I'm going nowhere with this, Travis. Bail me out. Submarine. <laughs> okay. The Bat Sub. Hey, that must. Have I been watched a movie. Speaking of things, you watched that a movie. Stink. Okay. Speaking of things that stink. Stank. Stankity. Stankity. Oh, like a dirty old sock. <laughs> I uh, got back into the Netflix economy. Oh, yeah? And they sent me The Predator from Ooh. 2018. Oh, that's the newest one. Yes. It came out like around my birthday, I think. Around September, right? 2018's The Predator. All right. It's garbage. Garbage? It's so bad. Who's in it? I can't even remember. There, there's a like, lady in it that I... Um, Olivia Munn. Yeah, Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn's yeah. in it. Um, I like her. Keegan Michael Key is in it. Uh, oh, really? Uh, Thomas Jane is in it. Thomas Jane, Jake the B- Punisher. Jake Busey is briefly in it. Wow, Jake Busey sighting. Sure, he's sure looking Jake Busey. <laughs> um, it's no one in. None of the characters in it are likable. Uh. It it uh <laughs> it changes the kind of the entire Predator mythos in a in a not good way. <laughs> you know what I actually liked was Alien versus Predator. Uh, the yeah. first one. It's been so I long thought that I was fun. That. That's cool, I was but... thinking about there are like four or so franchises that had amazing starts that have become we have way worse than <laughs> we we've more bad than we do good, which is Predator. Uh the Terminator franchise has way more bad than good. They're making another one. Six. Did you see Genesis? Yeah, I, I actually liked it. I hate Genesis. Really? I liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool how they kind of went back and... They're, I think they're getting rid of that. Uh, Linda it. Hamilton's coming back, so I want to give it that. So is James Cameron. Really? I remember when... I, he's got time to he's, take away from his I legacy. I think he's like co-producing. Like He's just giving input. Like He mm-hmm. wants to be a part of it, so it's good. Eh, but no. he's, not nece- he's not the one directing it, because he's doing his... His Avatar movies that nobody wants to see. Oof, so oof. he's got a lot of time uh, involved, the a- invested there. But. The Alien movies have gone super stinky. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted those, uh, uh, you know, the prequel ones to be good. but And there was some good stuff in there, but it was kind of weird. Too. Um, Covenant Covenant is so bad. Uh, what's the one? Um, Prometheus Prome- was, was pretty cool. Prometheus? Prometheus, I will give Prometheus credit for you tried. You definitely tried yeah. to do something. Yeah. It just, man, it goes off the rails real bad. They really wanted me to hate Michael Fassbender. Prometheus, <laughs> made, Prometheus made me real mad. It's like, just so. Michael Fassbender as Magneto is still super likable. Oh, yeah. He's, but he is not he is likable so at, at all in those movies. 
You know what though? In in Covenant, he's, he has the dual. Role. He has the dual role. His character, I mean, not his acting job. His character, like the way he stabs people in the back, it's like, oh, you dirty rock. Oh, lust in his eyes. I disagree with your behavior. It's, uh, yeah, they're, well, Covenant even is, it, as much as uh, Prometheus is kind of a, a weird garbage show, mm-hmm. uh, Covenant is just a bad continuation of that story. And I think it was. I think it was the it, it, the feedback just came back of like this thing is too weird. You have to make an alien movie. And <laughs> I'm like I guess fine, and it's yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. It's all bad out there, Trav. Dumb bad. The Predator is uh, the uh, probably I think its biggest fault is the characters are completely unlikable. Hmm. None of the characters in it are charming or fun. Not even Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane is a uh, is a PTSD uh, soldier criminal with Tourette syndrome. Wow, that's involved. That Something is a like lot that. of detail. I didn't pay. They they go through like the various the 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 team. The team are all like criminals. It's like he reached Criminal into soldiers, the sort of. he reached into the hat that has character choices and pulled out a handful. He he, re- he reached into the hat, pulled out one, set it down, and said, "I'm going to take what's in this yeah, hat and go." I'll with take it. the remaining ones. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it. I'm not even going to. I'm just going to tell you all this stuff. It it changes the thing where the predators aren't actually hunting us for sport. They're taking our strongest and using them to genetically enhance themselves. And hmm. there's one rogue predator who comes to Earth to try to save us, which doesn't end up being a character. He, he gets tries killed, to save us? Tries to save us. You kind All of right. find that out later. After the ultra predator, who doesn't have armor, <laughs> he's just genetically enhanced, comes down and doesn't tears his head off. need armor. Hey. Ain't got time to bleed. Travis, did you ever find yourself saying... If they make another Predator movie, I hope that there's a kid that saves them all. Did you find yourself saying that? Probably when I was a kid. Well, <laughs> the thing is... Is it so, PG-13 or R? No, it is hard R. It's hard R? Hard R. Okay, well, that go- there goes it's, that theory. It's ultra-violence, <laughs> lots, of, lots of cussing. And... Cussing. And um, swearing. <laughs> swearing. It presents the... It presents that... Uh, oh, it just stinks. Awesome. I there's can't a, wait there's to an not autistic watch it. kid that the predators are trying to get because autism is their next evolutionary step. Oh, really? Because it unlocks something. Because there's a scene at the start where some bullies come in a room and knock a bunch of chessboards over, and he can remember the order that they were in, and the predators are like, "I think we want that." All right. Well, it's so bad. It is so bad. The suit, the the effects in it are not good, and the ultra predator is all effects. I will watch the Riff Tracks version of it. <laughs> hey, go for it. Go for it. I would love to hear your thoughts on it because mine are all pretty bad. No, that's too bad that you wasted your time. There's not much by way of people. Like, the the shoulders that it, it is hefted upon is some, uh, some youngish guy mm-hmm. that I'm not super familiar with. Quinn McKenna. Quinn McKenna. Quinn McKenna. I don't know. I don't or no, that, that was the character name. Excuse me. Oh. Boyd Holbrook Brook is the actor's name. Well, he, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just it just doesn't doesn't gel. And no Schwarzenegger cameo. Bummer. It's definitely direct. You know they make references to the stuff from the other movies. No no Danny Glover ca- uh, cameo <laughs> with his with his uh, old west gun either. 
in Predator 2? Yeah. I saw Predator 2 with my dad and my uncle and my grandpa and my cousin. And there's a there's a sex scene in it that made me super uncomfortable. In Predator 2? Yeah. Huh. I was like... Uh, I don't remember a ton of that. And like my mom and siblings were out of town. So I was like... Uh, if I go home with my dad now, <laughs> I'm going to get the talk. So I ended, up, I ended up staying over at my cousin's house. I think it avoided both of us getting the talk. Oh, yeah. So it worked. The plan worked. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. 2010, there was Predators, which is kind of Predator 3. Is that the one with Adrian Brody in it? It is the one with ultra beefy Brody. I haven't seen it. I think I, I have it, but I haven't seen it. But I never got around to watch it. It looked pretty good. That, that one's actually at least in the jungle, right? I I think. I want to say that one they went to the Predator's planet? Maybe that's it. I Jeez. Don't know. Hard to say. Predators, what are you? I confuse it with King Kong. Adrian Brody was in that too. So they made Predator. <laughs> Predator 2. We're, we'll disregard all the alien versus okay. stuff. Predator, Predator 2, then Predators, then the Predator. What is next? They're, they're, they're starting to get in that... Wait, it's... Fast Predator 5. There you go. That sounds good. Predators <laughs> in, like, fast cars? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Fighting fighting Vin Diesel, but not, like, not Don Toretto, I mean, but, uh, like, a pitch black Vin Diesel? I am honest, I just wrote a movie. I am honestly surprised that they... Uh, you know Vin Diesel's been like, uh, we could do that. Pitch we could do this. Pitch Predator. We could do that. You know Let's we could do, do that. Let's do it. Give me Family. The Necromongas. Predator family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's talk a little bit about some Disney Plus stuff. It's just, they just keep adding reasons that we're going to have to give them money. I guess I'm going to have to get over the hump on that and decide that I'm just going to get in on it, probably. I think they've got different tiers. It's not in that, it's, it's not in that CBS All Access realm where I'll, I'll give you, though, like, I really want to see Star Trek Discovery, and I will give you... The, uh, By the way, that is not available to rent by disc on Netflix. We yeah. we asked the question on the last episode and then did not give you an answer. It's almost like they're running a business. The Jordan Peele Twilight Zone, I would be all about, too. Do you know what you can buy, though, I found what? out? What's coming out is Titans Season 1. Oh, yeah? You'll be able to buy that. I don't know if you'll be able to rent it, but you will be able to buy the, buy the discs. I'll, 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 I'll probably do that because I, I, I have to know. But if it's like 50 bucks, then it's cheaper just to get DC uh, Unlimited for a year. It's 75 bucks. I will tell you, I will be, I'll be disappointed if I watch it and it's good. <laughs> I, I know people that I trust their opinion and they like it. So I want it to be corny bad. And you know I like most I want things. It, I want it to live up to F Batman for me. <laughs> they're adding, uh, speaking of Titans, they're adding Deathstroke for season two. Hmm. Along is there, with is there casting on that one, or no, not that I saw anyway. So is is Deathstroke in any of the WB shows? Yeah, he's on Arrow. So we're gonna have a third, soon to be fourth it's Deathstroke. Manu Bennett played him, and he's honestly one of the best parts of that show. Okay, when he was the villain, that was a really good season. Okay, because so he we have he had his serum that made everybody Deathstrokey crazy. Wait, who? Wait, who's Deathstroke? He's uh, Slade Wilson. Not Wade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Oh, man. the one 
I always I always get Deathstroke and Deadshot mixed up. Yeah, Deadshot is uh, is the Will Smith because I was saying yeah. that's I can't what I was his thinking. Name right now. That's what I was thinking. Is Deadshot's in it? No, those because they even look like if you look at the comic versions, Slade and yeah, it's like a half mask, two different colors. It's type a of thing. half mask, two yeah. different colors. One of them's just missing an eye. One's got like yeah. a little target thing, yeah. but also even unmasked, they kind of look the same. I think basically, except that they made Deathstroke or Death Shot. Dead shot. Holy cow. I'm doing the thing. Dead shot is, you know, now African American in the movies. Oh. I actually just saw a an animated it was Suicide Squad. I want to say it was Assault on Arkham or something. It was it was with Bat they had to team up with Batman. And it had uh Deadshot, King Shark, uh Harley Quinn. Oh and, hi, King Shark. <laughs> yeah. Harley Quinn was very much Margot Robbie inspired. But yeah. Deadshot wasn't. Deadshot was was white, and then it had Captain Boomerang and there was somebody else in it. I can't remember. Is it the? It was the Black Cat or something like that? Yeah. Or is Black it the one, Spider? Is it the one where Black something? Is it the one where? That's not the one where they're trying to get the get out of hell free card, is it? No, they they go into Arkham because um, Amanda Waller sends them in to steal the Riddler's staff because it's got some sort of like knock list on it or something wow some they, dc animated a lot of stuff stole, i, I am not really kidding good you. i'm not kidding you the one that i'm talking about where they try to get the and it is literally just a get out of hell free card oh wow it is almost the same plot as what you're describing this one is good and then i also watched it was dc uh it was dark justice or justice league dark or something like that and it was batman teaming is that up the one with, with constantine and swamp yeah, thing and all that constantine and swamp thing and zatanna and uh is it emetragon or you know the, the demon the one that yeah Etra, i think it's that Etrigan. one's really good too his whole thing where he can only speak in rhymes kind of sucks yeah it's not too bad in this honestly <laughs> the demon etrigan yeah it, it didn't bother me as much but those both were really good I, I watched both of those. I mean, you got to think that there's there's points where he really has something poignant to th- say, but he can't think of the rhyme. Or like, <laughs> how often, how sick, like, people who know him, like, my name is Etrigan, and I'm here to say, they're, like, sick of that line. <laughs> say orange, Etrigan. Say orange. Yeah. I dare you. <laughs> where were we? Uh, how, how does Etrigan ever, do, like, how does he sign up for or, or get an appointment for a colonoscopy? That's a very good question. Maybe he has to rhyme probe. All right, I just found the holes in Etrigan. You must really hate your job. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about uh, Disney Plus. Where was I? Oh yeah, Marvel uh, is doing the yes. what if? The animated. what if? I think it's animated. I'm pretty sure it's the animated. thing that I'm reading. I read a thing on N Gadget that I guess came from Slash Film that says it's animated. Finding out that it's animated makes me a little less into it. Not me. Marvel's Marvel's animated it, stuff tends to be a little more subpar. Yeah, but that was before they teamed up with Disney. Yeah. And this also is going to give some Disney animators that haven't had much to do, like traditional Disney animation, it's giving them jobs. I'm hoping they get into the wild stuff. The The thing I saw in here It's got to be wild. It's got to be They definitely said they're going to do what if Loki found... Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Which, you know... I am Mjolnir. That, what if... What if seems to go two ways of, of, of very much what if this was a thing? What if, uh, you know, Wolverine was the Punisher or, some, or you know, things like that. But they also will go buck wild. I saw one 
that was what if uh, what if Galactus was Ben Parker's nephew instead of Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and it had the greatest line. It was uh, Galactus coming home to find Ben Parker had been shot. <laughs> and he's like, this offends me. With but a gesture, he comes back to life. And it's got Ben Parker, like all silver, like the silver surfer. And it, it said... <laughs> It, the line he says, "Gee, Hosafat, feels like I just ate a whole box of bran." <laughs> yeah, I think they can do some pretty, pretty fun stuff with that. So I, I hope for that kind of weird. They, uh, I think Marvel actually also does a title that's Marvel Wahan, which is the really weird stuff. But I, I, I want that stuff to be silly. I think it will be. And what if sounds like it's going to be fun. They're also when I heard they were doing it. I was pretty excited about it, but it is also my my mortal enemy, the Disney Plus. And I saw like, hey, on Disney Plus there's no more Vault anymore. Like, yeah, except for the part yeah. where you have to pay to get into it. But that's really cool. I mean, they're not a lot the of whole, people are like, are they going to do Song of the South? I doubt. No. I doubt that that's, that Song of the South will be on that's there. That's different. Song of the South, they just need to put it out there but have some powerful like people in Hollywood that are African Americans talk about it and explain. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't know if you can do that. I think that, but who, the reason I say they need to put it out gonna... is there's such a it's like the Star Wars holiday special. There's such this big hubbub about it's like so yeah, mysterious. But, but then the when Star you actually Wars watch holiday special doesn't have the tar baby and Uncle You're right. Remus You're right. That but stuff. that's part of American history. I mean when the I have not only not only the slave times is a part of American history, but people being prejudiced in the fifties is part I, of American history. And I, that's why I think that's why I think that it's good just to put it out there in context. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I have some uh some box sets of Warner Brothers cartoons that they do have. Like the Nazi ones and stuff like that. I don't know if they have no I mean <laughs> they're Tom and Jerry was pretty bad too. Uh, old Warner Brothers cartoons are they have some pretty bad stuff in them right. but they they have uh, up front I know Whoopi Goldberg did a bunch of up front stuff on the DVDs says hey there's going to be some stuff on here that right. is it, I don't know how effective that is I think it is because I have some that are Disney and Leonard Malton talks about oh. stuff either it, Famous it's Nazi Man, stuff or, well I mean it's not he he did the introductions no, for I, all I of like them, Leonard Maltin and that's why Disney. that's why he did the introductions for these but he would talk about sensitive things and explain this is what was going on in the world and this might seem shocking to us now but this is how it was and it's important for us to to remember how it was so we don't go back to you know what I mean I think oh, in context that is a learning uh, opportunity for people I, I really do so i think it would be good just to put it out but anyway the vault thing is really cool the vault thing's always been super dumb oh There's i agree a, but it, it was a way to make money yeah it's the, the only thing like oh we're putting this back in the vault you're putting it back in the vault because you want when you bring it out again for people to you, you want vault every disney yeah. <laughs> it's garbage anyway they're also going to be doing they're talking about a knights of the old republic series I'll be very interested if they if they do that. Um, I'm not super familiar with it because I never played the games, but I, I know it's a huge thing online, and my kids love the games. You know, it was it was early Bioware um, makers, of, you know, makers of the Mass Effect series, the Dragon Age games, a lot of stuff like that. But uh, uh, very story driven, 
uh, lots of really cool characters. Uh, it was also very much a choose your own adventure type. Like there are a lot of different hmm. ways the story can go. So, you know, it'd be interesting. A lot of lore too. There's a lot of lore there, and so you you have different stages of you have um, the two the two games. The second game didn't really get finished properly, so that's you know its own issue. Um, LucasArts did a an MMO that's still running called The Old Republic, and it runs into a an issue where some of the really cool characters got killed in the MMO. Hmm. It's the same thing of uh, The Matrix had an MMO and like. Um, Lawrence Fishburne's character, uh, it's not... Um, what is MMO for? Uh, massively multiplayer, like uh, World of Warcraft. Okay. They had one of those, and uh, what was... God, what was Lawrence Fishburne's character in The Matrix? I'm forgetting now. He was... There was stuck on Neo. Oh, Neo, Trinity, and Morpheus. Morpheus, Morpheus got killed in the MMO. So it's just... You know, some of the cool stuff, I, I guess I'll be interested to see. I... You know they could they could also completely wash all that stuff and just like we're gonna do a a series that's like what the old republic was like because they right. they still even you know all the movies as far as back as they've gone I don't know if that really because I mean uh, Knights of the Old Republic was so it's hundreds very, and hundreds of years before all the Skywalker stuff right and it's very Jedi heavy right yes is it kind of like old-fashioned Jedi? Do, like you do start, they have the technology that you start, they have in the prequels as like well? Like, you have Jedis that are using basic-ass swords in it. That sounds great to me. You know, you can you can get up to the point of having a lightsaber, but there's a lot of, you know, just using swords. So it's almost maybe even Lord of the Rings Games of Thrones meets Star Wars. I mean, it's still very sci-fi. I mean, they were, they were playing around in an arena that hadn't been touched at that point. I think it could you know, be a really cool show. This was, this cool was before show. the prequels. Because if I don't know that much about it, I know there's millions of other people that don't know anything about it, so they could go wherever they want. I think it was before the prequels. Of course, if, say they, that. if they don't follow sure. a particular storyline, people are going to freak out about it, which makes it not as fun. But yeah, you can get you can get them as a backward compatible game, or you can get them oh, on really? PC huh. and stuff like that. They're fun. They're cool. They're fun and cool. Well, we're just about at an hour. I wanted to bring this up before we get to Magic Mike. Um, I saw this. It was kind of a clickbait thing online. Oh, and it said, in episode nine, are we going to find out that Lando is Finn's dad? No, we're not. Probably not. Probably not. But it did make me think, what if we find out that Lando is a lot of people's dad? (laughs) (laughs) What if we find out Lando's everybody's dad? Because... If we learned anything from Solo, a Star Wars story, Lando's a randy man. Lando will Lando will He's a go player. there. We might find out that BB-8 we is Lando's out, son. We find out the reason that Lando hasn't been in the movie so far is he's like ducking child payments. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got that's why he went to Cloud City. Cosmic dog the bounty hunter's trying to catch him. But we know he's got a thing for droids. BB-8 could legitimately be Lando's child. Well, the... Technically speaking, the Falcon is his wife. That's true. That is very much true. I'm glad that he that Billy D's coming back. I I, I love Billy. D. I'm not Rose. saying I, I will dislike the movie. If, speaking if of the Batman movies, the quintessential Harvey Dent. Uh, he was only in the first one. Actually, yeah, he's in it very briefly, isn't they, he? They never actually brought him back in no. in Batman it's, Returns. Frankly, it's too bad. 
I like I like Billy D. Williams a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting choice in what 1989 to to make a black guy Harvey Dent. Like, if the internet existed back then, people would have <laughs> exploded because 89 yeah. is not where we are in 2019. I guess that's true. But that was actually a, a pretty progressive thing. But I don't think Harvey Dent was as well known as he is now either. So well, people, they didn't, they didn't. I didn't even, even realize it when I was a kid that Harvey Dent was too fit. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean the um, the Harvey animated series spun Dent. out of that first movie, and that's where I first started learning about Two Face. I think I learned about him in the yeah the animated series for sure. That's definitely where I learned about him. But they didn't carry him over as a black guy in the animated series, which is no, interesting. Tom, Tommy Lee Jones is considerably not black. No. No, he is not. He's Tommy Lee. <laughs> He's a space cowboy. He's definitely a space cowboy. He don't care. All right, well, we should wrap it up. Who do you want to talk to for Magic Mike? I was wondering, could we speak with the the uh, Harvey Dent, Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones, okay. Yeah, we'll see. let's see if he's available. All right, I'm going to say the magic words. It's been a while. Hopefully this still works. It's been a while. It's been a while since I could... That reminds me, <laughs> I've been, I spent a lot of time at the doctor's office, and every time I went to the doctor's office, I heard, on the wings of love, every oh, single time. I, I forgot I, that song existed. I guess before we call Tommy, I ran across an article, I need to find it again, about the uh, negative mental health effects, people who work in places that have like a looping <laughs> music soundtrack, and uh, there are songs that I love that I have not heard as many times as I've heard Love Fool by the Cardigans. I love that song. I don't even dislike that song, but I have heard that song a lot. You know what song I heard was uh, the Connells 7475. I heard that, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I hadn't heard it for 20 years probably. At least 15. I'm not even sure if I'm thinking the right. 74. Oh, my gosh. I was the one who let you know. The one that we have in the warehouse. <clears throat> the one we have in the warehouse right now is a very. You can tell it is a. Are they playing music now? Yeah, they've they've been doing loop music for a while. Uh-huh. But Christmas time is a real gauntlet. Oh yeah. But uh, the one that they have right now, you can tell it is a very a person Ooh, of a very yeah. specific. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, who's who's got the best? Oh yeah, Ferris Bueller. Oh yeah, or the Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah, or yeah, the Macho Man. Can't they just be all my beloved children? They're all. Oh yeah, to choose the Oh yeah triumphant. Like the the most triumphant. The most respected one is the Macho Man. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. The one that I get the biggest giggle out of is the, oh, yeah. I don't know where the Kool-Aid man gets in. He's the best reference. Yeah. I mean, he breaks through walls. He's groundbreaking. Yeah. You were talking about Christmas songs. Sorry. Oh, I was just talking about that. that I, you know, I've the person who chose that soundtrack is definitely of a specific age and a specific <laughs> taste where, you know, basically... If you if you take Love Fool by the Cardigans, mm. you could probably guess maybe another eight or nine other songs that are on that same loop. And Kiss Me by uh, Sixpence None the Richer. That should be on. I don't think it's on there, but you are you are definitely in the right in the zone. She's all that. You're, it's you've the got, she's all that. Soundtrack. You've got it. Uh, well, let's say Kiss Me has the build for that song soundtrack. <laughs> 
Oh. <sighs> anyway, Tommy Lee Jones, right? I guess. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Mr. Lee Jones. What are, you, what are you laughing at? This is Tommy Lee Jones. Mr. Lee Jones, did you get my email? I sure did. <laughs> you sent it to henhouse, doghouse, outhouse.com. I... <laughs> It's a very long email address, but I mean, hey, I you hate know, spam. You, you didn't have spammers to put any, don't type in. You that. didn't have to put any, you know, numbers or letters in. It wasn't like underscore. It wasn't like 69. Tommy Lee Jones, like XX Tommy Lee Jones XX four twenty or anything like that. Four twenty, that's amateur. Yeah, I'm Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> you are so if Tommy I, Lee if Jones. If I say it enough, everybody will believe it. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, I want to ask you about your. Uh, your advertising in Japan. All right, let's do it. You, you, uh, you do advertisements for uh, this thing called Boss Coffee in Japan. It's great coffee. I am. It is. It's great. It is. A good great friend coffee. of mine went to Japan and brought back a couple of cans of. Uh, he brought me back uh, Rainbow Boss and uh, Pride of Boss. Pride uh, of Boss was just black coffee. Was my face on it? Your face wasn't. Some dude uh, smoking a pipe was on it. You just make really awesome. Like, I, they're in Japanese. Right. As that they're in Japan, but uh, you like uh, somebody is disrupting class, and you turn around and throw a piece of chalk and split his wig with it. To, As I, I do, I guess to exhibit how well the coffee works. I call that the Tommy Lee Jones move. Do you? <laughs> are you really that spry? Yeah. Why not? Why? You are a man of age. That's the thing. I'm not that old. Tommy Lee Jones. How old are you? It's indiscriminate. indiscriminate. It's, 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 it's indiscriminate? Yeah. We can't discriminate your age? I mean, the first time you saw me was in Labyrinth. I played Hoggle. Okay. <laughs> you know what that was? That, that's probably not the first time I saw you. Probably the first time you saw me was... I don't know. I don't but know. You, you have always seemed the fugitive, maybe to me. Uh, no, I think I had seen... I mean, was, wasn't uh, Batman... In, was Batman Forever before? Batman after Forever it? was 1995. The Fugitive was while Travis Tate was still in high school. I'm accessing his memories. It was around 1993. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe maybe I can find yeah. this. Maybe I and can I was find, in things ooh, before boy. that as well. Boy, Tommy Lee Jones. Ooh, Tommy Lee Jones. I'm looking. I was I'm also in Men up. in Black. Do you remember Men in Black? I do. Here come the Men in Black. Here, I, I did a rap version of that too. Yeah. Here come the Men in boy. Black. These these up to date pictures of you. Defenders. You were born in 1946. That's what I said. <laughs> That'd make you a little over 80. I don't know. I'm 80. I'm I can't do math. math. I'm doing math. Am you I really over... 80? I still look the same as I did in 1993. That's what I'm saying. Is like my introduction to you. I guess my introduction to you. You were in the your 50s. I guess if I'm in, if I'm 80, it explains why I don't sound anything like Tommy Lee Jones sounds in movies. Tommy Lee Jones, you're still acting, man. You you get it. I am the actor. You get it. I'm, I'm looking low on the Tommy Lee Jones scale here. Me and Gene Hackman. You're in Love Story. Tell me something that we were bad in. You were in, you were in a video short in 1973, Billy Joel's Piano Man. Yeah, I killed it. <laughs> killed it. I, sure I was Two-Face, Gene Hackman, Lex Luthor. You were... What? I was Two-Face in Batman. Batman Forever. Yes. Gene Hackman was Lex Luthor. I'm just saying, we're both old. Oh, okay. We're great actors. I guess you're, you're both in DC Properties. That's a that's a connection. Clint Eastwood, he's old. Great actor. Morgan Freeman, old. Great actor. Old people can act. Are you saying all old actors are good? All old actors are good. Yeah. Pizzo, pizzo. All you have to do is act old. It's really easy. <laughs> I I don't think you ever... I mean, 
you were you were the the reason that do your ears hang low song was even made weren't you exactly just think of people that play old people that aren't really old that's i'm accessing travis tate's memories and you talked about prometheus that's never worked oh and, boy uh was he then? Was guy, he? guy, uh, yeah, guy, guy Pierce. Pierce. Yeah, he he played an old guy. Did you buy him as an old guy? Is he even in Prometheus? He's in the first one. I thought he was in the second one. No, he's in the first one. No, you're right because they they have him on the mission. Of course, I'm right. I'm oh, Tommy Lee gosh. Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. You reminded me of a really bad part of that movie. I like this. I should start a podcast. Do you want to be on my podcast? What are we going to call your podcast, Tommy Lee Jones? Jonesin. <laughs> with Tommy Lee Jones. Out Jonesin with Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, what movie? Tommy Lee Jones, what Tommy uh, Lee what franchise Jones. of yours would you like to return to? Well, definitely not Batman. You don't think you can bring that back? No, I I think I think I've aged out of Two Face. Plus, uh, that Dark Knight Two Face, he did a good job. I was pretty happy with that one. You did Thomas Jane? To- no, it wasn't Thomas Jane. It was Aaron Eckert. He did a good job. Oh wow! He did an he did a nice job as Harvey Dent. Boy, Thomas Jane and Aaron Eckhart do look a little bit the same. A little bit. They look nothing like Tommy Lee Jones. No, no, neither. Tommy Lee do. Jones kind of looks a little bit like Edward James almost, but you're you're Edward James almost. <laughs> Edward James almost. Can I use that? Please do. That's what. That's good. That's the name of my new podcast. I agree. <laughs> Edward, Edward James, James almost. <laughs> oh boy, you've been in some real great stuff, my man. Pitbull, back in time, video short. Yeah, me and oh, Pitbull, was, we go way back. It was for the Benny and Black soundtrack. Pitbull featuring Tommy Lee Jones. The oh, shoe's on the boy. other foot now, Pitbull. What a crazy... Oh, you were in the mechanic... That was the one I was trying to think of earlier, Mechanic Resurrection. Uh, I don't the... even remember that one. Oh, boy, you shouldn't, because you weren't good in it. What about Captain America? Boy, you were in that... Oh, I got to gosh. eat a steak on film. That was my favorite. How do you, have, how do you take your steak? Medium rare. Atta boy. Our, uh, my racist friend Craig, who's not really racist, I just say it for uh-huh. purposes. My racist friend Craig, he likes it well done. Uh, that's a waste. I know, right? That's un-American. He doesn't get it. I think he's a Nazi. <gasps> Craig, are you a Nazi? Racist friend Craig? Craig, if, oh. you're, if you're not a Nazi, you have to say so right now. Just saying, Nazis liked... He hasn't stood meat. up for himself, so now he's just yeah. going to have to... I'm, I'm going to pay for this. That's okay, I'm Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah, I guess, Untouchable. I guess you don't care, Tommy Lee Jones. That's right. <laughs> What's he going to do? Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. This has been really fun. This has been fun. Tommy Lee Jones? This has been this has been fun like in an outhouse, a, a hen house, a I, dog house. I cast you back. A house house. I cast you back to the house of pancakes. Watch me in Labyrinth. <laughs> I'm back. How is Tommy Lee Jones? Uh, we got into some stuff about Craig. I probably oh no know that. racist Craig. Yes, I, the the <laughs> unbelievably racist Craig. He loves Hi, it when Craig. we talk about that. <laughs> so I mean, he was born in the '30s, so he was. Yeah. <laughs> it goes without like John Wayne. It's just of the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe John Wayne wasn't racist for that age. Maybe John. Maybe what John, if he was progressive? For progressive. <laughs> I'll talk to him about that. Oh my goodness, this is this has gone off the rails. It has. Hey, Trav. Um, yes. So I was going to ask you if you have anything to pull to plug. I know you got uh, Wise Guys come up this weekend, but yeah, this is going to be released after. Yeah, this will be released after. After. Thanks for coming, everybody. Set. Yeah. Uh, probably Fan X, and I'll be doing 
I don't know what panels I'm on. I believe I'm on an Umbrella Academy panel. Cause oh, I, yeah? I, I suggested it. Awesome. I'm 95% I'm sure I'm on it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what else I'll be on. Hopefully my Monty Python panel gets chosen, too. That would be a lot of fun. Is I've already got a plan to start that panel. If I, far, it, if it I follow added. Eric Idle on Twitter. Is there an anniversary on that? Yes, yeah, the it? 50th anniversary. Okay. Yeah. I think he. I think there's like a book out or something like so that. So if you're a fan of Monty Python and you know how every episode starts... I'm going to I'm going to do a little something the way the episodes start. Ooh. It's a surprise. That's all I can well, say. Get out to Fanex <laughs> and check them out. I, I hey, you know, I just I Fanex and uh your panel the was podcast? the first time I'd gone to a panel at one of the them. I think they're a, a lot of fun. It was usually. a real hoot. Most of them are fun. You know, hey, use discretion. If it's something you're interested in going, hey, right. guess what? You know what right. the best part of those panels are? You can just get up and leave. Yeah, I mean, it's not rude to get up and leave. It really isn't. If you don't like it, you so, can just go do something else. So, uh, you know, keep an eye on that. Uh, anything else in your I mean, just you? catch me doing shows. I'm putting in for a lot of festivals this year, so i oh yeah, probably you- be going out of town. I'm doing that uh, headlining in uh, Reno, Nevada. Oh, the, the Golden Nugget in June. Going to have that Reno energy. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I. I honestly cannot wait for that. I, I cannot I'm, wait for the stories coming out of that. I'm going to try and turn it into a little little mini uh, tour. I'm going to try it. If I can swing it, I'm going to try and swing up to Portland and Seattle and then maybe back down to Boise or something like that. And if that doesn't work, maybe like Northern California, Sacramento area. We'll, is, we'll see. It's really going to burn my beans if you come back from Reno. And you're just like, I just sat in the hotel room the whole time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's probably what. I might go to Tahoe because Tahoe is like 20 minutes away. So I might just, because I haven't been there since I was a little kid, and I, I remember going to the Ponderosa where they filmed uh, Bonanza. Yeah. And that was pretty you cool when I was are. a kid. You know you're on the Ponderosa. I remember I had a really good cheeseburger there, so I might go recreate that little part of my childhood, get get a cheeseburger and a sarsaparilla. Other than that, checking out Tahoe, I probably won't do much, to be honest, besides the show. Get out there and get into trouble. If you have liked what you have heard... We would encourage you, please subscribe, please rate us, and we would love it if you would write a little bit of a review. Indeed. We, uh, we want to get out there. We want to get better. We can only do that through your help. Uh, if you would like to talk to us about anything, later to the tater at gmail.com. We welcome all criticism. Bring we it. We welcome all. We, you know what? Just, just tell us how your day is going. Yeah. We want to be we'll friends if we're not already. If you've gotten any, any inkling to see what uh, what's going on with us, if you want to look at uh, Jake underscore doll on Twitter, you can find me there messing around. I'm on Facebook. Not not what I would call a dominating presence there, but hey, who am I? We have our own page on Facebook. That's right. We also have a, a uh, page. I think I created a Twitter. I don't know if I've ever actually tweeted anything with it. look into that. And I did create a uh, Instagram account for... So if you're into the grams. I think it's LTTP... With Travis Tate, on it. I think. Uh, Blue Wave Theory is our opening and closing music. We genuinely appreciate them. Follow me at, at Travis Tate Funny on all of the things. Do that. Yeah. So, the end of the day. This has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I am Travis Tate. And better Tate than never. <laughs>